Welcome to The Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Robeck. Each week on our show, we invite a special guest to share their knowledge on health, wellness, and better daily habits so you can have the life you deserve. Let's get started. Today, we have Sam Wagg on the show. We're speaking about longevity. We all want to stay on earth as long as possible with our loved ones. However, there may be some daily habits that we're choosing that may be shortening our path and our journey on this earth. And we talk about refueling our body, recovering, and then also restoring our body through rest. Uh, those three R's are, are going to be the things that we talk about today. So you can have the tips and the tricks to make sure that you have information that can help you uh, have that longevity that we're all looking for. Sam Wagg, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. We are going to speak about longevity, longevity today, uh, whatever that means to people, because as you mentioned, you could be here for a good time, <laughs> but not, not necessarily a long time. Uh, so uh, we want to help our listeners understand how you can be on this earth, enjoy your time on earth, but be on this earth as long as you want. And we have a few um, suggestions per se. <laughs> so let's dive into yeah. it. Well said. Um, I think we hear that a lot of times. People are here for a good time, not a long time. But at our office, we really don't believe um, that you can't have both. Or we believe that you should be able to have both. And we really specialize in working with people to make that attainable. Um, we've kind of broken down longevity into three buckets so that we can make it digestible for people um, and memorable. So we made them all ours. Refuel, recovery, and rest. So everything we're going to talk about today is how we can really um, work with things within those buckets to make our life better and to keep us here longer. I would say something that we preach oftentimes to clients is you're not going to extend your life in just one day. You're not going to do something that adds a decade to your life. But every day, we can be changing that trajectory. So we hope that we can share with people some stuff that they can walk away from the podcast, you know, when you finish your drive or whatever it is, it ultimately changes your day. And it's something that does add to your life. Thank you. Uh, we, we created this podcast for our Restart Wellness clients and uh, people interested in learning more about our program. And uh, our, our hope and our intention is that uh, we can speak in layman terms, keep the science out of it. And so you can actually leave and implement immediately. And I think we have a few really good points today to simplify and break it up into three hours to make it uh, easy to remember. So let's start with refuel. Yeah, this one is uh, probably the best place to start and the least shocking. If you overeat and we're really obese, that shortens our lifespan. Um, I'm not meaning to like be abrupt, but we just have to call a spade a spade. Obesity is one of the number one leading causes of premature death because it's related to all the other lifestyle or I should say um, lifestyle type diseases that we see. So it's the number one contributor of really making those worse, even though if it's not the exact cost. So that being said, no surprise that one of the number one things that we can do is avoid overeating. When I say that, that is not to say a magic number of calories. Every single one of us is different. We have different intake um, requirements because we use our bodies differently. But it's easily been shown, and there's a ton of statistics on this, when we eat too much food, that excess calories, that fuel has to be stored in some fashion. What our body does is store that as fat. 
So if we're never working out in a way or pushing our bodies in a way that we actually utilize the fat, you truthfully just have way too much stored energy. Right. The, um, with, uh, I think it's imperative for people to understand if we have this addiction to food or addiction to sugar uh, and we're overweight or obese, we, we have to reinforce the fact that our body has to get into a state to burn that fat as fuel. And that's yeah. that refined that's not refined fuel that your body wants to burn. Sugar is the cheater stuff. Sugar is the easy stuff. And uh, unfortunately, there's some daily habits that we um, that are ingrained that never allow us to get into that state of burning fat. That state is called ketosis. Uh, and it's imperative if we're trying to make sure that our body looks the way we want, our organs aren't covered in visceral fat, uh, and for us to be healthy and have longevity. Uh, exactly. any, any hacks or uh, tricks people can use to get into that state? Um, I think what you said is really good. Uh, if we're never getting into that point of burning and it's so normalized and especially in America, um, our weight, like we're one of the heaviest countries there are the six in 10 Americans having a chronic disease. So I say that because getting into that fat burning state and utilizing that it's often looked at as you're crazy because yes, you're swimming in a different direction than the average in our country, but the average is not good. Right. So if we go back to our hunter and gathering times, our body is hyper intelligent. And this makes a lot of sense. If you're able to take in more food, that's not readily available all the time. You should be able to store some of that energy so that at a different time you have fuel. However, in our modern day society, we have fuel accessible all the time. So we're never diving back to that reserve. And as you said, that's called ketosis, getting back to burning stored fuel. So we can do this in a couple of different ways. What you asked, is there an easy hack? Yes. When we sleep at night, you've been hopefully asleep for eight hours. Eight hours is the amount of time it takes our body to use up all the glucose for that to be gone. So when we do first wake up in the morning, you're now burning fast, burning fat. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Hence the term break fast. Right. We're eating to stop that. However, that may be the worst thing to do right at that time because your body is already burning fat. When I say worst, I'll get into that in a second. But if our body's already burning fat, if you have the availability to do this, to simply go for a walk in the morning and continue to burn fat, but and now you're doing a low level activity that requires more fuel and you're going to burn more of it. So as simple as adding in a 15 minute walk in the morning for the rest of your life would make a massive difference. On the back end of this, I could tell you if you drank one Coke every day for a year, you'd be 15 pounds heavier. I can almost guarantee it. So I'm just asking to do something opposite. That is an easy hack to extend fat burning. Another one that we're big proponents of in our office and intermittent fasting, I think can work great for some people. However, I think a lot of people fall into a just eating later and later and later, and then eating less and less and less. And malnutrition is a thing as well. So how we like to maximize this in our office and really take advantage of these amazing benefits of getting to that fasted state is by utilizing a 48 hour fast. This also um, sits with the research a lot more for people that are dealing with obesity or chronic diseases to get ahead of that and get their body burning fat. 
they need a longer exposure of time to convince their body, so to speak, to go to that fuel source. Right. Um, so by a show of ears, who's still with us? Um, <laughs> if, if you, so just so everyone can be on the same page when we talk about these fuel sources, like Sean said, that sugar is that cheater source that's fast. And our body wants that. Those break down quick. Fat takes longer to break down. And that's why we usually use it when we're doing slow things. Even when you're sitting at your office, maybe working, you're predominantly burning fat. But if your breakfast was full of carbs and your lunches and your dinner, and you never do a hard workout, yeah, you burned a little bit of fat during the day just because it's the appropriate energy source, but you added way more because you didn't burn. You're going to have an excess of those carbs. And when we, when we're taking in that, this processed foods, which ultimately convert into sugar or we're just ingesting sugary drinks or sugar in general, um, you know, that's going to create, it's going to create systemic inflammation in our body. And we have to have a way to decrease inflammation in our body. Certainly if we're going to poison ourselves with uh, these habits, but even if we're not doing that and we have a healthy lifestyle, there needs to be an anti-inflammatory component for longevity. Let's talk about that. Um, you know, this is one of the first things when we work with clients and we're helping them make changes in their life is starting to deflame their body. Two things that happen is deflaming their body and increasing that gut health. Right. So when we're talking about anti-inflammatories, there's a lot of different ways to do this. As simple as first starting with making sure your water intake is appropriate. After that, simple things. Um, I like turmeric because we can add that into our food. We can cook with it. Use those spices. And probably a lot of people have heard this term, like food is medicine. It is. Like put those spices in here and there when you're utilizing and cooking with those things. You don't have to cook a turmeric meatloaf. <laughs> We're just trying to use some of these spices more consistently in our day to decrease inflammation. And think of it in the meal too. Sometimes good food that we eat is inflammatory as well. Just by nature, everything is on a spectrum. It's going to be more or less inflammatory. So balance that out a little bit within your meal. So right then that meal is being negated a little bit. The, I should say the bad effects of the inflammation because everything's going to have an impact on us when we put it in. That's right. Uh, so for longevity, decreasing the inflammation in our body, but remembering there's good inflammation and bad inflammation. The bad inflammation is the inflammation that stays and doesn't go away. And for that inflammation, we have to find the cause of the reason why that inflammation is stagnant and staying or consistent. Uh, but until we find that reason or that cause, there can be an anti-inflammatory approach through diet, nutrition, and lifestyle that can help us with our longevity for a lifetime. Uh, 100%. The, um, another one with our restart clients, Two questions I always get. Um, you can share your questions, uh, but the question is, do I have to stop drinking alcohol and can I have my coffee? And uh, of course, our restart program is not a prison sentence. It's actually quite enjoyable and it's an amazing way to live life. And that's why we share it with so many people. Uh, but let's talk about alcohol. Yeah. Um, when we go through the program and that number one is a huge question, of course, um, just like Maybe the size of our country, our consumption of alcohol and caffeine is, uh, I don't know if we're rivaled, like we're pretty good at it in America. And um, when we talk about alcohol, it's not to ask patients to never, ever drink again. I mean, I'll be transparent. Alcohol is poison. And, um, but I'm not going to sell. also be transparent. Sean and I both partake in alcohol, but we have a very different understanding of how this affects us. And we choose this at very specific times um, because Ultimately, alcohol is shortening your life. 
and we all love a good time and we like to celebrate, but you have to ask yourself, what do you enjoy about those gatherings? Is it friends and family or is it liquor made by someone that you never met in your life? So So I think really cherish those people that are around you and try to um, pick the times that we're going to do that. But alcohol does have a lot of negative health effects. It makes it really hard on our heart. And it slows down kind of one of the most important things in your body. That heart's got to be pumping for us to be alive. And you are ultimately just wearing out one of your organs a lot faster. And uh, if you could see Sean and I, I think you might say those are two pretty healthy individuals. And maybe there's a lot of people that are saying, well, I drink alcohol and I'm still pretty like high performance or this or that. I would challenge you to see how much higher performance you could be without that because it doesn't matter who you are it's derailing in parts of your health and it is not adding to a positive trajectory of where you want to end up that's right so all that we're asking clients to do is stop for a period of time so that their internal organs can actually heal and be restored and get back to a position where they produce the hormones that they were meant to produce I say this in almost every podcast that our body is extremely intelligent. Maybe Tesla will get there, but there's not one car or vehicle that knows exactly what to do and how to fix itself when it has the right materials. So when we're putting in something, and I've used this example before, if you had the the choice to fuel up, and I told you that this gas is 100% good for you, and this one is only 70% good, and they're the same price. No one, none of you would choose that hundred percent. That's right. But we do choose to put us in it, put us, put it in us all the time. You're um, with, when you're, when we talk, well, for one people uh, that would like to uh, follow, uh, join our Facebook group, please do. Uh, because what we hear when our clients uh, jump on and they follow us on our challenges. One predominantly being our 48 hour challenge where they actually bring their body into the state of ketosis where they're burning fat instead of sugar, but they're also not drinking alcohol at the same time. And they have this amazing fuel called fat that they're burning and their brain is functioning on all cylinders. And it's not being, you're not, you're not inhibiting your body and your brain with alcohol. Uh, it's a whole different state of being that I really, I welcome everybody to try so they can actually experience that. So they know what their body can function like without function, like without being bogged down by all the poison and garbage we put into it on a daily basis. So please uh, source us on Facebook and join our group um, and join our challenges. If you've ever heard the saying, nothing tastes as good as healthy feels, this would be the exact thing to prove that save money for 48 hours and join (laughs) us. Um, we have plenty of tips to make this easy. That might sound crazy, but I'm going to sell you on some of the results because of what Sean just said with that mental capacity, we talked about the different fuels. If you've ever felt brain fog before, if you felt like you can't function without three espressos, and that's the only way that you operate and get work done, I promise you that as you go through this and if you follow the tips that we recommend, so number one, it's easy, but as you get further into this ketosis, you get that 30 hour mark. You will be a mental machine, I promise you, because your brain has usually used a fuel source that for one gram, you're only getting four calories of energy. Now we're taking that up to nine. Fat is more than double the caloric density and energy of protein and carbs. So if your body has never experienced that, it's going to love it. 
and your brain is mostly fat and it prefers fat as a fuel source. So this is something that you can tangibly notice and walk away saying, I'm going to do that for the rest of my life for once a month. That's right. And when I, when we discussed doing it, I never, I did not think I, I wanted to be a part of that process, be very transparent. And uh, you encouraged me to do so. And I never, I, in all transparency, that second day was for one, it was very easy. I never felt hungry because of the way in which we do it. And it was, I annoyed people with my level of energy and mental clarity. It was like, (laughs) it's a whole different state of being. And I really encourage people to uh, go through it. And we're, we're here to help people. But we got a couple more hours to go through. So that was refuel to for longevity. We're going to go into recovery now. Um, Let's talk about stretching our bodies, especially post-workout or post-exercise. Yeah. um, We're just talking about stimulants. Our country is so go, 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 go. And it's like grind, 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 grind. Then as soon as you're a little bit sick, someone's like, man, you should rest. (laughs) Well, let's back that up, right? We shouldn't get to the, oh my God, you're so broken down. Obviously, you should rest. (laughs) It should be push. Recover, push, recover, push, recover. That's how you push really hard, right? Think of a boxer, Mike Tyson, just throwing all out punches. You can only do that for a couple of seconds. And then even he's done. Mm-hmm. So use your power, but be ready. So recover as well. We talk about stretching out. The workout, the stimulus is that micro trauma. You're tearing your muscles. But when you go and stretch, now you're showing your body, hey, I know that broke a little bit, but when I rebuild it, can we put the fibers like this? So I'll be way stronger because like we said, our body's hyper intelligent. So when you do something to it that it's not ready for, guess what? It's going to overcorrect and actually come back stronger. But if you don't give it what it needs, what's it going to do? Right. That's right. Which house do you want? Three little pigs. Are we straw or we brick? Right. (laughs) I mean, when you tear fibers, solid. make something solid, right? If you're going to try to build yourself, don't allow your body to not if you don't allow your body to recover and for people that aren't watching the video, I'm literally interlacing my fingers in a very awkward direction. That's how scar tissue forms and muscles or just scarring in general from poor recovery, poor hydration. And if you're able to stretch, recover and hydrate post-workout or exercise or even long walk, I'm putting my hands together. So my fingers are parallel to one another. And those are, that's good fiber orientation for strength and durability and longevity. And that's why we're talking about this today. So we can make sure that our efforts that are good and good intention you're getting the right information. So you don't, um, so that good intention isn't counterintuitive. And um, you're taking time to be at the gym. I bet you want to get the result. Right. (laughs) So add in the something that's so simple, stretch the fibers that you just worked on. This can be an extra five minutes. You owe it to yourself. You made it there for the workout. Get the, get the, like the result of the workout out of it. So we spoke about people that are active and, trying to be better through a recovery process and a rest resting process through stretching. How about people that are um, choosing not to lose it, use it, which means they may just lose it. Yeah. Uh, it is true. If you don't use it, we lose it. That's right. Um, well, I like this example. And for any of you that work at a desk job or obviously during this last year, a lot of people have been find, or finding now that they spend a lot of time seated on a computer. So I use this, this example Again, our body is hyper-intelligent. If I'm seated in the same position all the time, your body makes that easier for you. Hence, bad posture. It's shortening up tissues. It's creating actual plastic changes in our body. So if you spend a lot of time being hunched forward and you notice it's kind of hard to go backwards, you are going to lose that ability to get to that range as more and more of those fibers solidify in this new position. 
So and also, if you're that desk jockey and you're sitting there and you crush it and you punch out, it's like time to go hit the squat rack. <laughs> well, all those plastic changes is totally deformed how your spine holds weight. Maybe you're that person that's like, yep, that's exactly the day I blew out my low back. This is how this happens. It's not, you didn't forget how to lift weights in between, but you haven't put your body in a place to utilize that. So what we often recommend for our clients, spending five minutes in the morning being mobile. Just very easy, no science to it. Pick a joint, do a circle with it. Move your head in a circle, move your shoulder in a circle, move your elbows in a circle, your knees, your hips, your low back, your mid back. No science to that really, but you're just moving. When you do that, use that as an assessment with your body. Did some parts not move so well? Okay, I'm going to spend some more time here. If my neck is moving great and I'm feeling like an owl that day, next body part. We're not here to make you, uh, you don't have to do yoga every single day to be mobile. You know, with uh, it's a privilege to get older. Number one, everybody bashes on being older or embarrassed about talking about their age. It's a privilege. It's um, we're going through life. The fact that we're still on earth, it's an honor. And it's an experience as we get older, we lose our balance or we could lose our balance or we could choose to not lose our balance and staying active and using our bodies the way it's designed. The tool that it is will prevent that instability or that apprehension of uh, just simply walking down like off of a curb or down steps. You know, one of the things that's frustrating at times is uh, watching somebody in their seventies that should be very active, have a hard time getting out of their car and holding onto their car door for balance. And it's simply because um, in a general blanket statement, probably didn't use your body as well as you probably could have in the past, which is leading to this instability and and feeling out of balance. And uh, that's where a lot of fractures and falls happen. um, I kind of use the example of really that age is an accumulation of the injuries that we've had throughout our body. If you deal with those, because imagine you're at 100%, you're 100% GI Joe, but then, oh man, we've snapped off that little thumb or whatever. You're breaking that down, 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 and not changing those things. Of course, your body can't do what it used to do. Um, well, I like to share this example, especially since we're talking about longevity. We have a client in our office. He's over 100 years old. His only seeking out of medical help was this. He had to reschedule an appointment and we're on the phone. I was like, Norman, what's going on? I just want to check in with you. I saw the appointment rescheduled. He's like, oh, I need to go to the eye doctor. So I asked him, I'm like, oh, are you having some issues with your eyes? He's like, "Um, no, it's just that the skin above my eyes is starting to droop down in front of him. And I need him to pull it back so I can keep seeing. It's like, he is literally outpacing his body. (laughs) It is possible. This guy still drives, still works out. So getting, it can be an excuse. Because all of us are, the calendar's moving for everybody, right? right? But it doesn't mean that your body has to function worse. That's right. Um, we have five minutes left and I want to get into our third hour, which is rest. Um, mm-hmm. And that can mean, a, that can mean, you know, resting can mean something different for everybody. For my wife, resting is completely different than how I rest. Uh, but there is certainly a way, there, there is a method behind the madness. And so let's talk about um, your approach. Um, hundred percent. And back to what we said in the beginning, fueling our body, recovering our body and resting our body is different too. Cause we all have different outputs. Some people need a lot of mental off because they're so used to performing in a certain way. Other people need more physical. Like you said, sometimes for us a break, like 10 minutes, I start to, I don't know what to do with time because we're used to being so condensed in what we do and on time, 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 time. But just like we said with the workouts, if we're not recovering, 
and resting, we're not going to get the most out of that. And most people, I think, can uh, think of a time where maybe you weren't getting much sleep. You couldn't do that multiple days in a row. And you know that if you extrapolated that out over time, it would just make it so much worse. Um, I kind of pulled this one together in a super easy example. Uh, before I get to that, though, <laughs> biggest thing on rest right before bed is, I would say, the biggest thing we coach clients on is really making a routine of trying to wind down a little bit so that it doesn't feel like you had this crazy hectic day, you crashed on the bed, and then you just woke up and you're trying to start a new day and make it better. That's not really putting us in a great position. So a couple of easy tips that we recommend is when you leave work, try to think of a couple of things that worked out great today, maybe three big wins you had, and then two things you could do better. So number one, you're already kind of leaving some of that behind. You're not going to go home and ruminate or continue to try to solve problems. We see way more clients that can't sleep due to racing minds than actual body pain and things like that. 100%. So trying to shut that down mentally. Uh, I know it's not realistic for every single person. Um, you know, we're business owners. It's like you're sometimes you are working late or you're around screens. But if even you can spend five minutes in some dark time where you're still trying to be awake, that can make a huge difference to kind of get your body into that. Um, when we use the example back to the car and our body being that vehicle, if you're never resting and you're just go, 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 it's like never getting that oil change. It's never just putting some of those basic fluids, your windshield wiper fluid, brake, like your brake line fluid, stuff like that. It's easy not to do, but it's so disastrous in that long haul. It's like with the inflammation in your body, right? You could still be performing, but that's like that engine's about to overheat and it's really going to create a lot of issues. We have, we, have, we have two choices with our state of being. You can either be in what's called a sympathetic state, which is your fight or flight, or you can be in a parasympathetic state, which is your rest, recover, and digest phase. So for longevity, we must rest, recover, and refuel. Those are the three hours. And that only happens when you're in that parasympathetic, parasympathetic state of rest so your body can recover and so we can get back into or be allowed to get back into that sympathetic state and be functional in that state yeah and our goal isn't to always be parasympathetic but when we get a stimulus or we get excited or whatever it is and we go to that sympathetic then we can course correct if it's not for the right reason right. so if i'm just you're maybe triggered because of traffic or something it's like you need to be able to get back to parasympathetic and not spend your whole day in there that's right. You want to, uh, before we end, you want to summarize for the listeners? Sure do. Um, hopefully by taking those three buckets, that rest, recovery, and refuel, if you can start to put those together, take one piece that we took for each one and add that to your routine. Put those R's together and you'll be feeling great. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to share kind of a backbone of like my routine to give people maybe a sense of what they can build on. But I think Sean's is pretty similar. Wake up in the morning, always find a reason to be grateful. Put yourself in that good headspace, right? You can make it as general as possible, but you are grateful that you woke up and you're here. That's a lot better than the other option. Um, for myself, I go right into a meditation for 15 minutes. I'm gonna do some mobility, take my supplements, get out there and heal as many patients as I can. I'm gonna try to have a walk at some point in my day, in my work day. So 10 minutes, just getting outside, being in the sunlight, not under UV lights or in an office all day. Again, when we're done work, I'm going to kind of decompress. This is what was awesome. This is how I want to make next time I show up here better. I have the privilege of at the office, we have a gym. So I'm working out right then. But for other people, maybe they're leaving your work. You're going to the gym, work Come out. home. 
At this point, it should be more focused on kind of reconnecting, decompressing. I recommend once you have your dinner, if you're able to, do your post-bedtime things right after dinner. Brush your teeth, take care of your contacts, wash your face, whatever your routine is, and then spend some time decompressing. I'm not a huge advocate of TV shows and things like that, but spend some time actually to yourself connecting before you go to bed. So hopefully that gives everyone a bit of a sense of how we kind of go through the day in the most part and how you can fit in some of these things that we talked about. Um, if you struggle with that, like Sean said, please follow us on all our different social media platforms. Join these challenges. Direct message us for help. I don't know two people that are much busier than us, and we fit this stuff in every single day. Yep. So please reach out to us. That's what we're here for. That's our passion is to share this and share with people how easy it can be. Not from somebody that read it in a book, from two people that do this every single day of their life. That's right. Sam, this is priceless information. Thank you for being on today to share this. Everybody wants to live longer, but they may not know how. And these are three easy steps that they can actually achieve it. So thank you again. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You too. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our show. If you did, please like and subscribe to stay tuned. See you next week on another episode of The Fix Podcast. <laughs>